We're in talk mode. I've just finished listening to the Labour Files and bloody hell. There's a lot to unpack there, but I don't know if there's much more value I can add than what I said in my uh, last episode, uh, No Trust in Liz Truss. And essentially, watching the Labour Files just makes you realise how corrupt politics really is. And it doesn't matter which party you vote for, there's going to be some things that just don't make sense. And once you realise what's going on behind the scenes, you just won't trust any of them. So, that's great. I guess I'm not voting Labour anymore. Not that I was completely convinced on voting for them, but it, it was it would be the right thing to do if all you want is to get the Conservatives out, out of government. Well, like I said, I'm not huge on politics. It's just I'm taking an interest right now with what's going on in our country. However, there's a, a, a bigger issue that was addressed in the Labour Files that I feel was it is more important to consider and we're talking about anti-Semitism now I consider myself to be a citizen of the world man I don't care what religious political racial sexual whatever whatever I don't care what background you come from as long as you're a good person you're a good person that's it that's that's all that matters really to me personally you know i'm on political religious whatever beliefs but generally speaking i feel like yo we're all we're all uh you know uh what do you call it uh humankind in it we're mankind um you know i feel like we should all be supportive of each other and trying to ensure that everyone is, is doing well and getting on with things but getting back to anti-Semitism, one of the points raised in this the Labour files was there were like 56 Jewish MPs that were investigated, suspended or expelled for being anti-Semitic. And it's like, how, how, how does someone who is Jewish be anti-Semitic? Like, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. And that's because the Labour Party's definition of, or, or certain, sorry, certain members of the Labour Party's definition of anti-Semitism was anyone who spoke out against the state of Israel. And that doesn't make sense. And it begs it begs the question of a wider wider issue across society is how how do we end up painting people of a certain country with the same brush as the political ideologies of the higher ups in that in those countries, or the actions of their government, or or other things, it's like right now with the Russia Ukraine war. Yeah, we're saying Putin is doing some bad stuff and hurting innocent people, and that's the bad part. But you're not going to start attacking every Russian based on that. It's not their fault. They're not the one making those decisions, whether they support them or not. That's a different story, but we can't be attacking anyone from 
Russian heritage or Russian citizen or whatever else based on the actions of the elites at the top of the chain. By the same token, criticizing our government's actions does not mean you're against the whole population. Right? So you can't call someone anti-Semitic for criticizing the acts of war that are being committed by Israel against Palestine. You can't you, you can't say someone's anti Semitic for criticizing that. And by the same token, if someone was to criticize Saudi Arabia for their human rights records, I wouldn't call that person Islamophobic. Like it doesn't matter that the country in question may be governed by certain ideologies or claim to be governed by certain ideologies. That doesn't mean that if you criticize that government, you're criticizing a whole people or religion or a, or any other thing. You you're just criticizing the specific actions of those specific people who are in charge of that specific country, right? And that's why people are condemning the actions of Israel against Palestine. And by the same token, people can. Um, criticize the actions of Saudi Arabia against uh, you know people in the country human rights whatever you want to talk about and and again the same token like a lot of us the general population if you ask them today we would criticize both the US and the UK uh, for going to war with Afghanistan and Iraq and that wouldn't be like oh yeah you're anti-christian now these are predominantly Christian uh, countries that, uh, you know, there's a lot rooted in the laws and stuff that are related to Christianity. You wouldn't consider someone to be against Christianity if they're against the policies of the UK or the US government. So how the hell does it become anti-Semitic when you're against Israel? Or the policies of Israel or the actions of Israel rather than the country itself? Like... How, how, how does that make sense? Why is it one rule for one and one rule for another? So does that mean anytime like we have someone like complain about you like it's the same thing isn't it like you complain about Chinese human rights or, or whatever you're not against the Chinese people you're against the autocratic um, state mm, government that they have right because it's a Russian. Russian issue, you're not against Russian people, you're against the actions of Putin and what he's doing in Ukraine. Why why are you painting everyone with the same brush? That, that doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I took from the Labour Files. Like, that was the bigger point. Yes, okay. Point one, don't trust anyone in politics because they can fuck you over any time and be bought at any time. But second was, <laughs> there's, there's a real problem where logic has left the building in society nowadays. It's like, you can just, once someone, you just need one person or a group of people to start painting someone with a brush and that's it. It just sticks, you know, uh, and that's a real, real big problem, man. It's a real, real big problem. It feels like not all of society, but a lot of society 
just doesn't think about it. Like you, you just you get you get a narrative from mainstream media, and that's it. You just you just believe that and you run with it. It's this whole you know again we could talk about Russia Ukraine, but like the narrative right now is you know Russia has decided yep we're just randomly going to start killing all these men in Ukraine and take over, and regardless of the narrative it's awful that innocent people are dying there's that that there's no question about and that shouldn't be happening anywhere in the world so that that part yes but like no one thinking for a second that i think surely there was something what what set this off what what's caused it let's look at the history of the situation let's talk about what's been happening over decades rather than just over the last 12 months and 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 then determine from there make our come to our own solution resolution conclusion whatever you want to call it of what's going on in our world and uh, it's the same story man same story like we all believed when the us said yo saddam's got nuclear weapons we all like yep yep that's right that's it let's go and then they said no 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 sorry we were wrong and you think that the most powerful country in the world with the best intelligence services in the world would get something like that wrong seems unlikely doesn't it but no one's questioning if if that wasn't their motive what was that we've all just been like yeah okay it's done now isn't it as the same thing with other wars that happened you know across the globe it's like do we we don't we we get given a narrative and we just stick with it what what's happened to critical thinking in our society we've all kind of just become sheep all worried about what's going on right in front of us and then that's how they keep us busy isn't it? and then the the other part of this that really really like irked me I started off this podcast by saying I'm a citizen of the world do you know what I mean so it it does make you think that what the hell like the whole divide and conquer thing is so real that literally they will use any any human emotion belief situation to divide us like imagine we were all united not necessarily believing the exact same thing but united in our values and united in wanting the same stuff and stopped focusing on things that things that make us different and focus on the things that make us the same do you think that control of the world would be sitting with a few elites or would we actually be able to make a difference but they'll use anything to divide us so in this particular situation we're talking about antisemitism so they're using religion political beliefs to divide the population and then and then you know you can you race uh, race uh, race uh socio economic economic fucking position anything there's a class divide there's a race divide there's a religious divide is is all about division divide and conquer that's what's happening here and no one's paying attention
Now, I'm not saying everything I've said in this podcast is, you know, absolutely the truth, everything's right, you know, I know best, no one else knows nothing. I'm not saying that. You know, I know very little about everything that's going on. But I'm just looking at this as someone who doesn't really pay attention to politics. And, and to be honest, I don't get bogged down with the news of the world because I feel like, you know, no matter how much I know, there's not much I can do about it. But after watching this thing, it just, you know, really, really irked me. I wanted me to, you know, make this episode and talk a little bit about it. And if I can even make one person start seeing things in this light, well, hey, man, that's a big difference. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, those are my thoughts. Let me know what you think. And uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Take care. Goodbye.